Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Sino Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Dark Elevation. We have Emi Sakura defeated Zyra after hitting a top rope moonsault. Jake Hager defeated Levi Shapiro in a bit under 30, uh, 2 minutes, making Shapiro submit to the Cobra Clutch. Marina Shafir defeated Mighty Myra by submission with this modified torture rack where she locked her hands in. Uh, she looked pretty good in this match here. Um, this was Myra's AEW debut, but she did appear at the Ring of Honor Jay Briscoe tribute show. Brian Cage defeated Jack Cartwheel. Cartwheel continues to impress in his AEW appearances, and a Sacramento crowd here was behind him. With him reversing the drill claw, getting some close calls until Cage hit a big Larry at Powerbomb right into his new step-over submission move to make Cartwheel tap out. I have a feeling we'll be seeing more of Cartwheel in AEW. The Butcher and the Blade defeated Vinny Massaro and Midas Creed as Blade pinned Creed after Drag the Lake. We have a Ring of Honor Women's World Title Proving Ground match as Athena defeated Indira Mundi after hitting a spinning sidewalk slam. Mundi was actually briefly signed to WWE and even had a match teaming up with Charlotte Flair, defeated uh, Bailey and Natalia on that WWE Superstar Spectacle that was showcased talent from India that was on a network a couple years ago during the pandemic. Athena then attacked her some more after the match. The Best Friends defeated Starboy, Ch- Starboy Charlie and Illumide with Trent Beretta pinning Illumide after the- hitting the strong zero. And in the main event here, the Lucha Brothers defeated the Wingmen's Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth with Penta pinning Nemeth after a double-team fear factor. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark from Universal Studios. The Dark Order's Alex Reynolds and John Silver defeated the Outrunners after Silver hit a double foot stomp as Reynolds was holding Turbo Floyd as Silver gets the pin. Taz had a fun time here, mixed up the Dark Order and Outrunners' names and ended up just calling them out of order. Rio defeated the Monte, some more fun with Taz here, uh, telling a story about how Reno, Rio was actually mean and cut a promo on him during catering. Uh, I would love to see footage of that. Rio got the win here in a tough match after hitting the double knees. Excalibur alluded to the outcasts possibly having their targets set on Rio. Sunny Kiss defeated Terry Kidd. Kiss played possum at the finish just for the Trustbusters to distract Aubrey Edwards as Kiss irate Terry Kidd and hit a corkscrew kick for the pin. Julia Hart defeated Zoe Lynn very easily by submission with the Heartless. Zoe Lynn is actually indie wrestler Zoe Sky. And the main event here, Action Andretti defeated Lee Johnson in a very good main event here as Andretti caught Johnson off the rope and hit him with a hanging neck breaker in the match. Uh, to get close, to cra- the match got about 13 minutes or so, but that's how we got the win. We go to Impact Wrestling, and before the Impact, Rich Swan and Frankie Kazarian defeated Raj Singh and Shara, with Swan hitting a 450 on Singh for the pen. The main show starts with Bully Ray talking about how Tommy Dreamer uh, kept saying someone like me, and that upset him, and how Dreamer challenged him to sacrifice in a busted open match, and he doesn't know what that is, but he says it's an open challenge, as Dreamer has a burnt retina from the coffee that was thrown into his face, and the doctors won't clear him. Santino Morella comes out and says that Dreamer will be ready for sacrifice, and he makes the busted open match official. Bupinder Gujur comes out and wants a match with Bully Ray, and Santino makes that official. But Bupinder Gujur defeated Bully Ray by disqualification when Bully Ray low-blowed him. Ray then took a steel chain and attacked Gujur with it until Dreamer runs out and tries to Death Valley Driver just for Masha Slamovich to stop him with a low blow. Uh, Bully Ray was about to attack Dreamer until Mickey James runs out and Ray was about to choke Mickey with the chain, but Dreamer and Gujur stopped him. So they keep teasing this like mixed tag match, so I'm not sure when we'd be getting it. You would think we would got it at Sacrifice or one of these pay-per-views, but it looks like um, that's not happening as they're having this busted open match, but I'm sure we'll be seeing this match soon. We see PCO out in some desert with a shovel and he's looking for Eddie Edwards, screaming for him to come and fight him. Josh Alexander asks Rich Swan to team up with him at uh, Sacrifice to take on Time Machine. Steve Macklin comes in and asks to be the third partner, but they reveal that it's actually Frankie Kazarian. R- uh, Rhino defeated Callahan. Uh, this, they were supposed to show Callahan versus Yua Yuromura, but that match got stopped during the tapings due to an injury to Yuromura, but he seems to be okay. So they showed this match instead, which was taped the next day. Angels trips up Callahan, followed by a chair shot from Callahan as he ran into the gore from Rhino for the pin. And then they later showed... 
the the uh, later show that they the reason they did this was because it was step six for Callahan for being in the the, the design. Trey Miguel interrupts Santino and Dirty Dangle backstage and upset how he hasn't been used. So Santino says he's going to get him a handpicked opponent at Sacrifice and makes a six person X Division title match at Multiverse United. Johnny Swinger and Zeke Dice uh, run in and says um, they interrupt him until Dangle scares them away. Jordan Grace defeated Alex Gracia easily with the Grace Driver. This is Gracia's first appearance for Impact Wrestling TV after appearing on a couple of their Impact Plus shows. Moose interrupts Joe Henry, who was backstage with a bunch of fans, just for Brian Myers to show up from behind as him and Moose attack Henry, with Myers saying the digital media title belongs to him. Bullet Club was welcome backstage as Shane Hayes teased TMDK possibly challenging for the tag titles in the future. Um, Bullet Club then bumps into Alexander Kazarian and Swan, and they make a match for next week. Kushida defeated Jonathan Gresham. Great fast-moving uh, fast match here with Kushida trapping Gresham in the hub Bird lock out of nowhere to make Gresham tap out. Definitely want to see these guys get a little bit more time. Killer Kelly comes out to the ring and says that she's done playing games with Taylor Wilde and calls her out. Wilde comes out and tells Kelly to pick a card, but Kelly refuses says she's done playing games. So Wilde picks a card, uh, which she calls the Tower, which represents massive change, upheaval, destruction, and chaos. As Kylan King makes her impact debut, uh, technically, I guess, now that she's signed, she comes from behind and attacks Kelly, aligning herself with Wilde. We see the Death Dolls backstage with Kelly after and tell her that if she needs help, she knows where to find them. And Kelly says she's not afraid of the two-on-one situation. So Wild and King walk in and challenge the Death Dolls for the tag team titles next week as they call themselves the Coven. We go back to the desert where Eddie Edwards shows up looking for PCO. Um, they start fighting with the shovel, but as PCO is about to take Edwards out with the shovel, he gets run over by a car. So Edward gets in it. And they drive off. We don't see who the driver is. Um, it could be Alicia Edwards. I'm going to assume it's possibly Davy Richards, as I think his return um, to Impact is probably imminent now that I think he's done with MLW. And we could possibly see the reunion of the American Wolves. In the main event here for the Impact Knockouts title, Mickey James defeated Giselle Shaw. Uh, Deanna Perazzo joined commentary for this match. Another good match here that actually ended with Deanna helping Mickey by taking on Jay Vidal ringside and reversing the roll-up as Savannah Evans was distracting the referee, with James getting the pin and the win. We go to ROH on Honor Club. Uh, Samoa Joe defends a TV title against Tony Deppen with a muscle buster in a really good five-minute match. Joe gets in a mic after and says that he runs things over here and challenges any contender as Mark Briscoe comes out and challenges Joe, and Joe accepts. So I suppose this match is going to be a supercard of honor, but they haven't made it official yet. Dalton Castle and the boys defeated Cody Chun, Guillermo Rojas, and Marcus Cross, with Castle hitting the bangerang on Rojas for the pin. Rush and Drillistico defeated the Spanish Announced Projects and Helico and Serpentico with Drillistico pinning Serpentico after hitting a corkscrew screwdriver, and after the match, they tore off Serpentico was mask. Trish Adora defeated Billy Starks. Very good back and forth match here, but Adora hit the, Lari- the Lariat Tubman for the win here. Uh, this is tactically real. Uh, this is Billy's ROH debut, and she tweeted about it how it meant a lot to her as she watched Ring of Honor growing up. Christopher Daniels was interviewed backstage and said that he wants to go after the ROH tag titles and says that he would have picked Frankie Kazarian, but he won't go against his word and also Kazarian's at impact. So instead, he picks Matt Seidel, who he, he did hold tag team titles with in the past. Ari Davari and Slim J, the Trustbusters, defeated Jake Christ and Manscout, with Slim J making Manscout tap out to the STF. After the match, Ari Davari gets in the mic and says that he beat Metalik fair and square, which prompted Metalik to run out just to get beat up by the Trustbusters until Blake Christian runs out for the chair with a chair for the save. So I'm sure we'll be seeing this tag team, this style tag team match pretty soon. Willie Yuta defends a pure championship against Timothy Thatcher. Christopher Daniels, BJ Whitmer, and Cole Cabana were judges on the show. Interesting, because Cabana hasn't wrestled on any of these ROH tapings since uh, they came back. The only match he's had since the all-out fiasco was the one against Chris Jericho on Dynamite. Uh, good match here, but Yuta ended up hitting a cheap shot behind the ref's back and trapping Thatcher into ropes as he had no rope breaks and he was forced to tap out. Uh, Yuta started calling out the, all the LA Dojo wrestlers until Clark Connors comes out to confront him and challenges Yuta for a match, which is going to happen next week. Aussie Open defeated Tracy Williams and Red Titus with 
Kyle, Kyle Fletcher pinning Williams after they hit Coriolis. Eddie Kingston defeated Ben Deho. Uh, Deho is just Serpentico without a mask. Good thing they ripped it up earlier on the show. Kingston beat him in under a minute with the Urican backfist. He gets on a mic and he calls out Claudio Castagnoli, who tells him, uh, who tells him to give him a match, but Claudio declines. So they're still teasing this match. And the main event here for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, best match of the show. Athena defeated Will Nightingale. Fantastic match here with Athena hitting the O-Face for the win. Uh, they got a lot of time here. Definitely check this out if you have a minute. Uh, Athena attacks Willow with the title after the match, and it hits her with a double knees against the steel steps. So possibly we can get a rematch at Supercard of Honor. MLW Underground, real one start of the show in a wheelchair. Uh, he starts talking trash about Microman and Mance Warner until Warner comes out as he was talking. Uh, the calling card attackers cut in with a video as Ricky Shane Page comes out for the match as real one goes to commentary. And we had the match, a hardcore match here where Ricky Shane Page represented the calling card attackers. I'm not sure if that's their official name or not. He defeats Mance Warner right away. Warner gets busted open as RSP, RSP used a chair to drive into his forehead. Um, there's a load of weapons in the ring like tables, chairs, trash cans. A crazy spot in the match where Warner hits a superplex to Page on top of a stack of set-up chairs. A couple of masked calling card attackers start helping setting up a table on the outside, but Warner DDTs Page through it instead. But the finish came when a uh, real one gets up from his wheelchair as he was faking his injury. He hits Warner with his crutch, followed by a chokeslam with a kick by Ricky Shane Page for the win. Taya Valkyrie, John Hennigan, and Sam Adonis were backstage making fun of Billy Stark, so Starks asks for a title shot, and Taya agrees to eventually give her one, uh, which I'm sure that'll probably be the, the match where Taya drops the title now that she's officially All Elite. Lindsay Dorado defends the MLW Middleweight Championship against Leia Estrala. Uh, Caesar Duran introduced Estrala for this match. Duran and his henchmen try to get involved, but Microman comes out from under the ring with a candlestick to stop him, so Dorado follows us with a shooting star press for the win. Alice Kane cuts a promo saying in two weeks he will face Davy Boy Smith Jr. and embarrass him, um, just like his whole and his home country will get to watch it on Sky TV. We get a contract signing with Court Bauer hosting for Alex Hammerstone versus Jacob Fatu for next week. They both sign it. The Hammerstone starts accusing Court of having love for the Samoans for over 20 years, and he just wants the title on Fatu. Uh, once Hammerstone mentions Fatu's family, he attacks him and they start brawling. Caesar Duran was walking backstage with two of his henchmen, but they end up putting a bag on his head and dragging him away, so I'm not sure what's up with this. Uh, for the MLW World Tag Team Championships, the Samoan SWAT teams Juicy Finale and Lance Anoa'i defeated Hustle and Power, Calvin Tankman, and EJ and Duca to become the new MLW Tag Team Champions. EJ and Duca tried to cheat and use powder, but it backfired as Juicy Finale hit him with a Samoan drop, followed by a top row splash from Anoa'i for the pen. As they become new champs, and then Jacob Fatu along with Lance's father Samu and more members of the Anoa'i family come out to celebrate with the Samoan SWAT team. And it looks like EJ and Duca's uh, time in MLW is now done, as he, as he was tweeting out recently what is next for him. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes, Robbie Rocket defeated Vivian Rivera after hitting a springboard cold breaker. Steffi Slays defeated BK Rhythm with a victory roll. Uh, Rhythm's rap was actually pretty good this week. Jennifer Flores and Kato Rush defeated Amber Rodriguez and Gigi Gianni after Rodriguez and Gianni were not on the same page and Flores hit Gianni with a modified leg sweep for the pen. Jesse Jones defeated Fury of the Heavy Metal Sisters, making her tap out to an armbar uh, def- despite the Heavy Metal Sisters trying to interfere here and they kept attacking Jones after the match until Americana runs out for the save. On NWUSA we had a special Surge USA episode this, this actually had commentary by Kyle Davis Danny Deals and Candy, so interesting uh, combination here. And we have a lot of new talent on this show, as Pretty Empowered's Ella Envy and Roxy defeated Ruthie J and JC Love, uh, two women who have both pe- appeared on AEW in the past, uh, with Envy pinning J after a double-team codebreaker. Chico Adams and The Real Drago defeated Dirty South's Brian Brock and Devin Diaz when Drago pinned Diaz. Uh, Brian Brock I recognize because he was formerly Lee, Lee Bryan from MLW, as he was part of the tag team, the Filthy Blondes. Samantha Starr defeated 
the Wode with a Starstruck DDT. This is Wode's debut, and Wode actually stands for Weapon of Ass Destruction. Uh, yes, you can use your imagination on why she has that name. Um, but I did uh, see her a bunch in Shine Wrestling as she was a former tag team champion. So good to see her in NWA. And a main event here, the debuting Daisy Kill defeated Rush Freeman with a roll-up in his first match. On NWA Power, the show starts with both Chris Adonis and Tyrus getting interviewed about their upcoming title match at 312, where Adonis says that Tyrus can't escape the master lock, and Tyrus said Adonis won't even be able to apply it. We have the NWA World Women's TV title tournament semifinal match as Kenzie Page defeated Ashley Dumbois with the Kenzie Cutter, so she'll be going to 3 1 2 in the finals to face the winner of next week's match between Taya Valkyrie and Max Ian Paler. Um, again, I can see possibly Max winning this match. Trevor Murdoch gets interviewed and says that he got injured by Beast Mode and Daisy Kill last week, but when he's healed, he's coming after them. Mike Knox defeated Stacey Alexander, who's representing Control Your Narrative here, but Knox gets to win at easily after hitting Knox out. Bobby Fulton cuts a promo on the fixers about the disrespect of being showing by stealing the U.S. tag team title, so he actually makes an open challenge to fight either one of them, so that should be interesting if that happens. Rolando Freeman cuts a promo saying that he's going after Aaron Stevens, and May Valentine, of course, approved that. And Tom Latimer defended the World Television Championship against Ritz Titus by submission with an STF. Thrillbilly Silas and Polo Demar get interviewed, and Thrillbilly says that he's going after the national title. And the main event here, Kerry Morton defeated Mako Wolf after kissing goodbye and a neckbreaker elbow drop combo. Bessie666 comes down and tries to help Wolf, but it fails. Uh, Ricky Morton was a ringside and commentary wonders if there's still issues stemming from Kerry and Ricky from a couple weeks ago, but they later said that Ricky just had flight issues. So they definitely uh, kept that idea in the air. We go to NXT Level Up. Indy Hartwell defeated Jakara Jackson after hitting a spinebuster. Scripps defeated Quincy Elliott. This is Quincy's first TV match since October 2022. Uh, interesting finish here uh, with Elliott using his chest to do the 10 punches in the corner. Uh, but Scripps pushes him off and hits his top rope somersault for the pin. And the main event here, Odyssey Jones defeated Von Wagner after hitting a side slam. Uh, Wagner and Mr. Stone continue to not be on the same page as Stone was frustrated with Wagner after. And on WWE main event, Carmelo Hayes defeated Akira Tozawa. Uh, Hayes gets a p- good pop here in his hometown of Boston. Good match here with Hayes hitting nothing but net for the win. And the OC defeated the Maximum Male Models. Uh, Maximum Male Models getting some rare TV time and having their main event debut. Maxi- Maxine Dupree tries to interfere until she gets chased off by Meechin, Mia Yim. But Luke Gallows pins Mansoor after they hit the Magic Killer. And there was no WWE Network edition for this week. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. (laughs) 